and welcome back to SEO Your Way to Success. Okay, let's jump right to it. Um, today I want to talk about the best free SEO tools for beginners because remember this podcast is all about breaking down SEO so that anyone can do it. I am sick and tired of SEO being, you know, portrayed as sort of this mystical dark arts. It's really not. All SEO is, is creating the best website possible for your industry to serve your target audience and then promoting it across the web so that your target audience can see it. That's all it is, okay? So we're always about trying to keep SEO really simple. So I've created the best sort of my favorite SEO tools that are all free and I think most beginners should be able to use them. They do kind of get harder, some of them, as we go on. Um, but these are kind of my essential SEO tools that you will need if you want your business to start showing up on Google. So let's jump right into it. Hello and welcome to SEO Your Way to Success by The Plan Success. This is for all small business owners and solo marketing teams out there. I'm Phoebe and I run The Plan Success, a search engine optimization company, helping all kinds of businesses grow their organic traffic with the magic of search engine marketing. If you know you need to start SEO on your website or business, but have no idea where to start, then this is the podcast for you. Ready to grow your business? Ready to unlock the power of organic traffic? Let's go. I don't want a pen and paper ready. Okay. Ready? <laughs> Um, okay, so the first tool is obviously going to be Google Analytics. Now, even if you don't have an account set up yet, you've probably heard of Google Analytics. Um, if you don't have an account, you can set one up really easy if you have a Gmail account. And then once you set one up, you can then connect it to your website. If you're on a platform like WordPress, you probably your easiest way to do this is with a plugin. Um, or if you're on something like Wix or Squarespace or something, it will, there'll be an option to connect it for you. So just follow the instructions and connect it. But Google Analytics is really, really important because you need to know if your SEO is working. You're never gonna know if you're getting organic traffic if you don't have Google Analytics set up. Um, and then once you do have Google Analytics set up, you can see where your traffic is coming from. You can also see if your efforts with SEO are working. So for instance, if you optimize a blog post, then after a week or a couple of weeks, you can go back to Google Analytics and then you can drill down to that exact page and see if there has been an increase in organic traffic. And you can also see, for instance, is your traffic coming from where you want it to come from? Because often you'll find with blog posts or content marketing that people will be getting a lot of traction on a blog post, but they're not getting any conversions. And then when they go into Google Analytics, they find that actually the traffic is coming from a country which they're not trying to target. And so it's kind of, so, you know, if you're a local hair salon, I always talk about hair on this podcast. <laughs> if you're a local hair salon and you're writing about um, hair care in your sort of city, if you're getting traffic then, and you know, and you're based in the UK, but then if you're getting traffic from, say Spain, it's not really going to matter, is it? Because you're trying to attract people in your city. Um, but you wouldn't know that 
unless you have a Google Analytics. So that's why Google's Analytics is really useful. You can see how people are interacting with your website as well. You can see how long they're spending on your website. You can also set up goals um, and find out you know, how well your website is converting instead of just trying to guess like, oh, we got lots of calls today. But you can actually, with Google Analytics, you can go in and set up specific goals to say how many people clicked on your telephone number and made a phone call after being on the website. So it is really, really useful. But from a beginner's point of view, I think Google Analytics is perfect just for checking how your SEO is going. Are you improving over time? Is the trend going upwards? And also checking um, that things like the bounce rate as well. Are people just clicking on your website and then clicking straight off it? Or are they actually going in and having a look through different pages and really getting to know your business website? So Google Analytics is a non-negotiable. You need to set that up ASAP. And if you have it, it's worth just having spending some time playing around with it. You can't mess anything up. So just go in and click different things that you find interesting. I think that's the best way to learn how to use it personally. Okay, moving on, my second favorite, or actually maybe this is my favorite, but it's easier to set up if you already have Google Analytics first. So perhaps Google Analytics still comes first. My second favorite is Google Search Console. Once you have Google Analytics set up, you can then set up a Google Search Console account and they should connect automatically if you just um, click, you know, verify using Google Analytics. Google Search Console used to be called Google Webmasters. So if that's what you think it's called, I mean, call, call it Google Webmasters, call it what you want. Um, but its official use is to help webmasters or website owners understand how Google crawls and indexes your site. I mean, but if you're just getting started with SEO, that means nothing to you. What I think Google Search Console is really useful for, for beginners, is actually the specifics of what people are searching, which gets your website showing up. What do I mean by that? On Google Search Console, you can actually see the exact keywords or search terms people are searching, that people are typing in to get your website to show up. You can see how many times your website shows up for a certain keyword, and then how many times people click on your page after typing in a certain keyword. It's so good. Honestly, Google Search Console has, has the richest data. Um, it's really, really worth getting this set up. Again, it's free, um, but you wanna go in there, and then I'm just on it now. I just love it so much. It tells you everything you need to know about how your SEO is doing, in my opinion. Um, you can also see your click-through rate. So that means, you know, how many times, if you're showing up a lot, but then you're not being clicked on, you kind of need to think, mm, maybe we need to adjust our meta titles. Remember, meta titles are the titles that show up in the search engine results page. So you need to kind of, when you're writing those, you want to think about the keywords and then also making sure you're putting a call to action, call to action to get people actually clicking on them. You can also track your average position in Google Search Console, which is really useful for free. Not a lot of tools will let you do that for free. Um, and you can do it by country as well. So again, say if you're a UK-based business, you can click the UK filter on the countries, and then you can have a look where your keywords are ranking in their average position for the UK. So there's such good information in Google Search Console. The only limitation of it is that it only goes back for 16 months. Whereas Google Analytics, I think, goes back as long as your website's been alive. Google Search Console only does the last 16 months, but that's still a wealth of information. And then if you wanna get a little bit more fancy with, F with your SEO, once you've kind of got to structured schema, um, structured data and schema type of level, 
you can then also use Google's Google Search Console to help with that. So there really is a wealth of information to be used from Google Search Console. Um, and it can really guide your efforts and see how things are working. So definitely worth getting set up. Moving on to keyword research. There are lots of paid tools out there. And I will say, if there's one area I think maybe sometimes you should invest in, it might be with a paid keyword um, tool. My personal favorite for cost to value ratio is Keyword Finder, um, KW Finder. And I think it's the, the the cheapest package starts around $39 a month, I think, maybe less. Um, but it's really accurate data and it's not overpriced like some other SEO tools. But if you're really on a budget and you're just a beginner, there's no point paying for these tools. So I would recommend using something like Ubersuggest um, by Neil Patel. He's, you know, not, there's a lot of controversial opinions about um, Neil Patel in the SEO world, but I think he is good for beginners. He really does break things down and make SEO seem not so overwhelming. So it's definitely worth using his tool. It's a free tool. I think it just has a, a limit of searches per day. Um, but if you're strategic about it, that should be all you need. You know, you can get lots of ideas from that. Then another great keyword tool, which a lot of people think they can't use for free, is Google Keyword Planner. Now, you can actually use this for free without setting up a campaign if you do this trick. Listen carefully. So when you're setting up a Google Ads account, on the, one of the very first pages, you'll see the bottom switch to expert mode. And that way, once you switch to expert mode, you can actually use all the tools of Google Ads without having to set up a campaign and pay for a campaign. Um, and then that way you can do keyword research, which is pretty accurate because the data is coming straight from Google without having to pay. So I would definitely recommend Google Ad Planner in expert mode. I think on my Instagram is a reel on how to do that if you want to learn more. Um, another great little keyword research tool is answerthepublic.com. Um, this comes with limitations, I think, of two searches a day, um, but it's really good for content planning. In fact, on my website, there's a free resource on how best to use this tool. So if you want to head to www.theplansuccess.com, I've actually created a guide on how to plan your content for the next six months in like under 15 minutes using Arts the Public. So I would really recommend using that. Finally, my final um, keyword research tool is Google Trends. Now this is really fun because you can type in any keyword and it will give you data per country and per time period, say over the last five years, or I think it goes back 2004, so nearly 20 years, and you can see how a topic or a keyword is trending over time. Now this is really useful actually, even when you're sort of planning your business, because if you're planning, say, you know, if you're a blog and you're wondering, is this niche even going to be profitable? You can see on Google Trends if that topic is sort of trending up or if it's trending down over time. Um, so I love Google Trends. It's really, really interesting. And also sometimes you can see, for instance, if you've got a topic blog post which has been losing traffic for the past few months because you've gone into Google Search Console and you can see that it's sort of the impressions and the clicks are going down, you can then go into Google Trends type in that keyword that the blog post is ranking for and see, oh, okay, it's interest 
in this um, topic is dying overall, and that's why your traffic is going down. So it's really good sort of getting to the bottom of problems. So I do love Google Trends. Okay, now I've done sort of all my keyword research and how to find the best data and things like that to guide your SEO strategy. But what about more technical sides? I know, I know, people get worried about um, technical SEO, but it doesn't have to be, okay? So my first favorite SEO tool is going to be Google Page Speed Insights. If you type in Google Page Speed Insights, it'll show up, okay? So what you can do is click onto this little website. Well, it's not website, it's from Google. Um, put in an URL, a URL of your website. I'd recommend doing your home page, a blog page, a product page, and a service page, um, because obviously there'll be different components on each of those pages, which make which different different components on those pages. For instance, a large image or a video or more text or something or moving um, moving images, which might speed up that page or make it slower. So it's important to do a cross section of pages on your website. But anyway. One by one, putting in the URLs of your website onto this tool, and then Google Page Insights will check the speed and usability of your site. And it will also do it on a mo test on a mobile and also on a computer. Um, so you can get accurate sort of ideas of how fast your site is because page speed is so important for SEO. We might as well actually do a whole sort of um, episode on this because I think a lot of people don't realize it they often get carried away with designing a really pretty website. But if that really pretty website takes more than three seconds to load, you're gonna be losing a lot of traffic because people won't hang around to find out this pretty website. At the end of the day, people want functionality over design. Um, it kind of, so PageSpeed website grades your, PageSpeed Insight grades your website from one to 100 and Anything above sort of 80, I would say is pretty good. Google says 90 to 100 is what you want to get for, but being realistic, a lot of Shopify sites, for instance, are very slow. It's just a limitation of Shopify. So don't get too hung up over the speed, but do what you can to improve it. Now, PageSpeed Insights will give you a list of recommendations. Lots of them will be gobbledygook to you. Um, and that's fine, okay? We're beginners here. But what you can do is copy and paste one of those recommendations into Google Search Console and then put in your platform. So if you're on WordPress, put in, um, you know, Google recommended that we minify the uh, CSS or something like that, or the JavaScript on the page, um, and then put in WordPress. And then you might get suggestions of plugins, which you can add to your website to speed up your website. Um, you don't necessarily have to go out about designing a whole new website or getting a web developer involved to try and speed up your site. More often than not, I always think the main things that speed up your website are, listen carefully, hosting company. So for instance, if you've gone for a famous hosting company like Bluehost, just because they're famous doesn't mean they're fast. Lots of smaller companies are a lot faster, okay? And they'll be cheaper as well. And then the second thing you can do is your images really make sure you are compressing your compressing compressing your images all the time there are actually should be one of my free favorite free seo tools um i think i love tinyimages.com is one of those but there's plenty if you type in free image compressor into google you will get them and make sure you compress them and then upload them upload them to your website so 
I love PageSpeed Insights. Um, another, this is kind of related to keywords. Oh, no, this is on-page SEO, let's say, okay? So if you're on WordPress, then you will have heard about these SEO plugins. And they are good because they automatically create sitemaps for you, the robot's text file for you as well, which are all kind of necessary components. Um, don't worry, if you're on Squarespace or Shopify, it does these for you automatically. But with WordPress, it doesn't do it for you automatically, and that's why you need an SEO plugin. My two personal favorites. If you're an absolute beginner, Yoast. Okay, it has a little traffic life system you can follow, but once you kind of get into grips with SEO, you're going to want to up your game. And I would suggest something like Rank Math. It just kind of gives that next level of detail to your SEO um, and allows you to sort of start using structured schema and things like that. So I do much prefer Rank Math personally, but I understand that when you're getting to learn SEO, it can be overwhelming and something like Yoast is perfectly fine. So then okay let's talk again a little bit about technical seo again i don't want to scare you um let's just talk about two common errors that people have on their websites so you'll get 404 errors which is when you can't find like it's a dead page effectively um, and then also 301 redirects and that's when you've tried to use say so a 301 redirect is used you've got rid of a page or a product on your site um, but there's still a link there. You need people need to go somewhere, right? So that's what 301 redirects are for. But sometimes they can get messy because you might have put in the wrong address, or it might be you might accidentally create a sort of a loop when you're pointing people to another one, and then it goes to another one, and then people are just on a never-ending 301 redirect loop, is what it's called. Um, but so that's why you kind of need to check that you don't have any dead pages on your website and you also don't, you know, all your 301 redirects are correct. And that's why something like, um, this is, okay, so Ahrefs is my absolute favorite SEO tool, right? But I use the paid version, which can be pretty expensive. I think it's about 150 pounds minimum a month. Um, but there is a great tool called Ahrefs Webmaster Tools, I believe it's called. Let me just check. Yes, Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. And they've got this free version and it does a site audit for you okay amazing you don't need to pay someone to do one of these cookie cutter, cookie cutter audits you can just use Ahrefs webmaster tools and it will show you do you have any of those 404 errors on your your website do you have any of those 301 redirects and are you doing them correctly it's amazing okay so i would definitely sign up for a free Ahrefs webmaster tools um account. <laughs> um, they also have a great backlink checker, which will show you the backlinks of your competitors. Now, we haven't spoken yet about backlinks on this website, but I'm sure you've probably heard about them in SEO, how their votes are sort of popularity. They increase the authority of your website and they kind of signal to Google, the more backlinks you have from other websites, the better your website is, which increases the ranking. And often with SEO, you're often looking to see seeing what your competitors are doing and where they're getting their backlinks from, because then you can copy them and also try and get backlinks from them. So that's why lots of people like to look at the backlinks of competitors. And Ahrefs Webmaster Tools has a free tool, which lets you look at the 100, back, 100 top backlinks of competitors. So for smaller companies, it's well worth definitely signing up for Ahrefs Webmaster Tools, the free version. Um, so just to recap, 
These are all the tools we've gone over today. My number one favorite is Google Search Console, kind of tied with Google Analytics, because that's where you're gonna get all the rich data from, remember. That's where you're really gonna understand where is our traffic coming from, how are our SEO efforts going, you know, is traffic improving, are we making sales from organic traffic, um, what are the keywords that we're ranking for. Google Search Console and Google Analytics are key for that. When it comes to keyword research, free tools, my favorites are Ubersuggest, Google Ad Keyword Planner. You can sign up for the free, don't let them make you pay for an, a campaign, remember? Switch to expert mode to use for free. Also, Arts the Public, and then finally, I like Google Trends. Um, and then let's get a little technical. My favorites are Google Page Speed Insights. Um, remember, when it comes to WordPress, you can speed up your website, you know, with the plugins, uh, free plugins, and then also top tips for speeding website are hosting and images. Um, and then uh, Hrefs Webmaster Tools um, is great for checking backlinks of competitors, as well as also you can check this, your website health and check if those two things we mentioned today, 404 errors and 301 redirects, are they all functioning correctly on the website? And finally as well, um, my SEO plugins for all the WordPress users out there. My personal favorite is Rank Math, but if you're a beginner, let's keep it simple. All about keeping it simple, it's Yoast. And boom, at 20 minutes, I am finished. Um, so that was a lot of info today. <laughs> um, definitely make sure you check out my website where I have lots of free resources. I've actually, if you're a complete beginner, I've actually got um, a great resource on how to optimize your homepage as a little mini course. Head to www.plansuccess.com. I've also got a great content planner um, for planning your content marketing strategy as well. You can download there as well as an SEO small business guide, a little bit checklist you can check off, you know, how is your SEO going? And also make sure you follow along at The Plan Success on Instagram and TikTok, where I share really easy, really simple SEO tips all the time. So that's all for today. Um, follow along and I'll see you or hear you next time. Don't know what you say there for a podcast. Oh, also make sure you follow and subscribe on Spotify or Apple, wherever you get your podcasts, right? Bye for now.